Dude, it's insane because if you have good ways to invest it mm-hmm. at zero percent, at zero percent, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's a no-brainer yeah. as long as you're not being reckless with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. and it doesn't affect your personal credit, which is crazy. That's the best thing about business credit. The the one thing that I I, I teach my clients: imagine getting one hundred fifty thousand dollars in credit cards on the business side, not reporting to your personal at all, so you can make moves whether it's your real estate. Wherever you guys are watching this show, I would truly appreciate it if you follow or subscribe. It helps a lot with the algorithm. It helps us get bigger and better guests, and it helps us grow the team. Truly means a lot. Thank you guys for supporting, and here's the episode. All right, we're back on the show, guys. We got Ermin Dulce here today. How's it going, man? Feeling good, man. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, all the way from Philly. All the way from Philly. Six-hour flight. Oh, man. Cold out there, too. It's freezing in Philly right now. You've been there for your whole life? Um, so born and raised in New York, I came to Philly when I was about, um, 11, 20, 12 years old. So Brooklyn, ra- Brooklyn made me Philly, Philly made Philly raised me. Nice. I love yeah. that. I love my East coasters, man. Yes. Yes. They keep it time. real out there. Uh, I know you're big into funding, big into credit. Mm-hmm. Is that something you've been doing for a while now? Um, yes. Yeah, so I've been doing, I started out the, my, um, company Bellastone Enterprises. We started in the credit space and then, um, I went on YouTube just to learn more of the skill. And then I tripped into, you know how the um, YouTube algorithm gets you. Yeah, yeah. I fell into business credit. It became the passion. And that's what I've been teaching ever since. Yeah. Business credit has changed my life. Yes. People don't even know they have access to get hundreds of thousands of dollars at 0%. At 0% interest, right? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a real big game changer. And when I started to bring it to my mentees and my students and even my, my close family and friends, and it was like, you get that, that much capital? They really didn't believe me. <laughs> and then when I taught them how to do it and that it was possible... It was an absolute game changer for everybody around me. Yeah. And you funded over 50 million in 2021, right? 50 million in 2021. Yeah. What did you do last year? Um, last year was much lower. Um, okay. Of course, you know, during the pandemic, the numbers were absolutely crazy. So right. last year, we did about $35 million in funding. That's still insane. It's man. still a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And do you see it coming back this year or is it still kind of? Um, I still I still think it's kind of shaky. We see what the, the Fed does. But as long as you got good credits. Your business is set up properly. They're giving you the money. Right. So this it's semantics in regards to, hey, I got a $30,000 credit card versus $20,000, mm-hmm. which at our peak, we were getting our clients, um, but still everyone's happy with um, 20, 25 grand. But remember, that's just one bank. Yeah. I take my clients to many different banks. So that's how I get them up to 100, 150,000 in funding. Yeah. I just got 150 like uh, a few months ago, probably like four months ago. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So you're still raising capital for yourself. Dude, it's insane because if you have good ways to invest it mm-hmm. at 0%. At 0%, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's no-brainer yeah. as long as you're not being reckless with it. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And it doesn't affect your personal credit, which is crazy. That's the best thing about business credit. The, the one thing that I, I, I teach my clients, imagine getting $150,000 in credit cards on the business side, not reporting to your personal at all. So you can make moves, whether it's your real estate, starting your T-shirt company, whatever it is, and it's not reporting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the 0% runs out, Say, for instance, the flip isn't ready yet. Guess what? Get a couple more business credit cards because your score is still still good mm. and just transfer the debt. Now you mm. got another 12 months, 18 months, 0% interest. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Right. So I could do another round in like a year. You could do another round in another year. Yeah. Exactly. And then rotate the debt. But the point is to pay it back, be responsible with the money, have a game plan with your money. But just in case, we make sure you have an exit strategy. So whenever we help people get funding, I want to make sure they have an exit strategy. Whether it's in real estate, you're not going to be able to sell it in time or cash out refi. Or just get a, another round of funding and we roll over that debt to make sure that you're in a good position, not killing that's, yourself. Yeah, that's super smart. And you could do this for multiple LLCs, right? Absolutely. 
And that's when the numbers get crazy. So <laughs> that's when, yeah, I can get you fifty, a hundred thousand dollars for one LLC. But imagine if you had two or three. Yeah, that's when the numbers get kind of interesting. And does having revenue on the books help you get higher limits? Yeah. When now, when you are a real legitimate business, so a lot of startups come to me. You got good credit. We're getting you fifty to a hundred. But when you have revenue, you have taxes, you have deposits. Mm-hmm. That's when we're talking about five hundred thousand, a million dollars. That's when you're talking about. Yeah, that's when you're talking about lines of credit. That's when you're talking about loans whether it's SBA loans or regular traditional loans for many mm-hmm. different lenders, having your paperwork after you started, um, personally guaranteeing yourself, now you're going to these banks. Like, hey, I have revenue. I have bank statements. I got two years' taxes. What can you get me? That's when the numbers get real interesting. Wow. What's mm-hmm. the most you've seen someone get in funds? Five million dollars. Five mil? Five million dollars. He had an amazing real estate company. He was doing millions, though. So banks usually like to give you 10% of what your business is doing. So his wow. real estate company was doing like 50, 60 million. Yeah. So the five million actually wasn't that hard for me to get because he had the taxes. He had the bank statements. Took him to one of my lenders and got five million, a second lender got him about 2.5 million. So that's why when people are like you raised, you got people 35 million, you got one, two or three of those clients that you're giving four or 5 million to, right. it's easy to get to the 50 million. That's cool. Yeah. And your strategy is unique because you have personal relationships with the lenders, right? Correct. Right. So I've been doing this for some time and I have relationship with certain VPs, vice presidents, um, relationship managers at these banks. And I tell them, Hey, I'm going to bring you qualified people. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bring you any BS. So we form these relationships and, you know, connect them in an email and the rest is history. Yeah, because you're helping these banks get clients. I'm helping them get clients. And what banks like is when you start relationships with them. So they like me, not because um, I'm necessarily helping clients get funding. I'm helping these banks get deposits, get put into their books. Mm. So I'm valuable to them for that. So when I teach clients on how I can maximize your dollar, I might help open up a business check and business savings. Hey, while you're here. Open up a personal check and personal saving. Make a deposit in four accounts. Mm. So now when you come back to the bank and ask them for money, you have a relationship with them already. So your limits are most likely higher. The banks love me because I'm making deposits. The client loves me because I'm showing them strategies on how to get more funding. Yeah, that's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even think about it that way. But if you open up a checking, put some money in, they're going to be more inclined to They're going to be more inclined, exactly. Instead of just walking in, hey, can I get some money? I got good credit. Yeah. Is there any specific credit cards you are a huge fan of? So not necessarily, right? If you if you twist my arm, I'm always going to say American Express. Yeah. I like to say credit cards are um, your business partners, oh. right? So my good friend of mine, Storm, he says um, your first business partner is your job. I say your second business partner is your banks, right? So um, my business partner I love is American Express. Many rewards, many points. I came out here to Vegas on points. Mm. Um, I'm at I'm at the Waldorf on points, right? Nice. So so that's amazing, but. Um, if you twist my arm and tell me, I would tell people the best lending institutions I tell people to go first to are credit unions because credit unions are really more relationship-based. They don't have a lot of stockholders. Mm-hmm. Their stockholders are their members or their banks. So those limits, when you are first starting out getting personal or even business credit, those limits are way more friendlier mm. um, than if it was your Bank of America or Chase or Wells Fargo. Um, Chase has some good limits too, but if somebody's first starting out and they need startup capital... I tell them, hey, just Google credit unions and your zip code, and you'll see all your best friends come up. Yeah, Call them up. Start a relationship. Do you have business checking? Do you have business savings account? Do you have um, some lending um, products? Yes, we do. You set an appointment with them, make some deposits, and then you ask them for money. Yeah, no, I love that. I just went to one. It's called First Citizens Bank out mm-hmm. here in Vegas, and right. it felt so personal. Right. They were asking me about home buying options, mm-hmm. and you don't get that at Chase on no. your first visit. Right, exactly, because they're a big bank. Um, they're a good bank. I know some. Um, I have some clients who are doing really well with them. They're getting fifty to seventy-five, 
But I tell my clients, if you're not at that 700 credit score yet, you got 680 and above and got a good profile, definitely go to your credit unions. They're going to take care of you. Mm. So you need a 700 to start seeing good results? So Yes, you need 700 and above um, to start seeing good results. So I want to talk about the profile real quick. So yep. your credit profile is important because people tell me all the time, hey, I have a 700 credit score. I'm not getting these limits you're posting on Instagram. Mm. I'm like, well, what does your profile look like? So how many credit cards do you have that are over two years old, that are over $2,500 limit? Mm-hmm. Are the usages low? You don't have any negative items for the last 24 months. You don't have a bunch of inquiries. That profile right there, that's going to get you 25000 mm. The higher your credit score, the higher your credit card limits, the older your credit is, way more. you're going to get way more money because you're more lendable. The bank's like, yo, your, your credit report is your adult report card. So you got straight A's, you got A's and B's. Let me bless you. Right. Are you interested in coming on the Digital Social Hour podcast as a guest? Well, click the application link below in the description of this video. We are always looking for cool stories, cool entrepreneurs to talk to about business and life. Click the application link below and here's the episode, guys. Yeah, some people have an 800. They're like, why can't I get this card? I'm like, your credit has nothing on it. Nothing on it. You got a couple of trade lines on there authorized. (laughs) You're on your baby mama's card. You're not going to get nothing. Yeah. Does that authorized user stuff still work? Um, it only works for one area. So banks like to see your credit report at least five years old. Okay. Um, any other time, I do not recommend getting trade lines or authorized users to get funding. Mm. If somebody would DM me and be like, hey, I put a $25,000 trade line on my credit report. I'm not getting these $25,000 limits. I'm like, well, that's not how it works. On your credit report, it literally says authorized user, <laughs> meaning it belongs to somebody else, or it says individual, meaning that it belongs to you. Banks like to see what you have done with your money. Yeah. Um, and once they see what you've done with your money, then they 5 exit or 10 exit on the business side. That makes sense. People used to sell those trade lines. I'm like, I don't think that works. Dude. No. That's yeah, not what it works. They used to say like 5K for this. I'm like. No. Yeah, it's definitely not worth it. I only recommend trade lines if you're trying to pay down your usage. Um, that's when it makes sense. So your usage goes down, then your credit score goes up. Yeah. Something like that. Or if you're um, trying to get a car and your car is based on your credit score, if you have a 700, it's great. Um, then that investment, and then you're paying down a cheaper car note over the next five years, then that investment makes sense, but not to go and get funding. Mm. Now, is there credit scores for businesses? Yes, there's different credit score for business. Dun & Bradstreet is the oldest one, Equifax, Experian too. Um, Dun & Bradstreet's credit score is called your um, Paydex score. Mm. Um, so I do talk to my clients about definitely building up um, those credit scores because long-term, I don't want you always personally guaranteeing your business. Right. In the beginning, that's okay because you need the startup capital. But after you've been in it for a while, you've raised money, you have taxes, um, you have revenue. Now I want to tell the bank, hey, look, he built up his business credit also. Can we just leverage that also? So like with American Express, they do no personal guarantee. They call that corporate credit. Mm. right? So there's business credit and there's corporate credit. Corporate credit lets me know that, hey, it's no personal guarantee. Just look at my business, how it's set up, the money that it's generating. Look at my business credit score because I took the time to build it up. Give me money, no personal guarantee. So um, American Express, they like it. Uh, I think they want like a 90 paydex score. It goes up to 100. Mm-hmm. Um, they want revenue of at least $2 million. They want your business to have at least 15 trade lines on it. Damn. And, yeah. So they want to build up properly. So this is why I also teach. Make sure you take your time while you're setting up your business for personal guarantee. Behind the scenes... Look some time into the future for no personal guarantee funding to build up your business credit profile so you get funding on that side later mm. on. And where can people look up their business scores again? So they can go to dunandbradstreet.com okay. or they can actually go to nav.com, nav.com, and that will give you your Dun & Bradstreet and your Equifax score. Interesting. I've never looked mine up. I'm curious what it would be. Yeah. yeah Does age people. matter with businesses? Yeah. The old, Of course. The older your business, the better it is. Um Banks like to see businesses that are two years and older. That's when you get access to more capital anyway, because you get access to lines of credit at that point. Mm. So you can get a business credit card 
and a line of credit with one inquiry because your business is two years old automatically. Dang. Yeah. So when your business is under two years old, then you get some business credit cards. So the older your business, the better also. Yeah. So how does a line of credit work? Is it basically a loan? No. A line of credit is kind of like a credit card, but you can take the money off the line whenever you need it. Oh. So like say when you get a $50,000 credit card, we don't have to figure out how to liquidate the credit card, right? There's a bunch of different ways to do it. But the line of credit is, hey, I got this line of credit. It's 50000 sitting here. Hey, I need to do a transaction or put a down payment on a property. Mm. I could transfer 30000 out of it into my checking account. Mm. And then I could wire it to wherever I need to go. Interesting. And then the other twenty is still sitting in there. And I'm only paying the interest payment on the 30000 that I wired. That's another important thing about lines of credit that I love, it's interest only payments. Yeah. So it's not, it's way cheaper than a loan. That's cool. Is it cool your business name can affect how much money you get in funding? Absolutely. It's a, it's a actually big changer, um, mm. game changer. So there's different high risk industries that are out there, such as real estate, trucking, mm-hmm. they're real high risk. So banks don't necessarily like to give money to those lending, to those um, businesses. So like I have a client, he probably has like a marketing business. And he has the same profile as somebody who has a a, a real estate company. Yeah, both are going to get two different limits from the banks because real estate is high risk. This marketing person probably get a thirty thousand dollar credit card. My real estate client probably get half of that. Damn. So what you name your business and what industry your business is directly correlates with how much funding you can get. That makes sense. Yeah, probably like cannabis is high risk too. I bet. And of course, cannabis is high risk for now. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll now. see what happens um, when the feds change. On that. <laughs> yeah, is it legal in Philly? Um. It's not illegal in okay. Philly, right? Jersey, yeah, Jersey. It's um, it's legal. So a lot of our clients, they're they're um, trying to invest out there. Um, I know that's where you're from. Yeah, but Philly, yeah, has been has been decriminalized. Nice. Maybe a ticket if you're doing too much, but they're not bothering you anymore. I feel that. You planning on staying in Philly for a minute? Um, so I live outside of Philly right now. So I'm definitely going to stay in Philly because that's where my support system is. I'm able to travel and do business like this because. My core group of people taking care of my uh, my family members. Nice. I travel a lot, so I love it there. Yeah, they got the United Airlines hub there, right? Uh, and American Express. Oh, and I mean American Airlines. American yeah. Airlines. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Um, in terms of foreign entities mm-hmm. for funding, does this method work outside of the U.S.? Um, it does work outside of the U.S. I'm not too familiar with it, but internally in the U.S., it's a great way to get access to capital that are that are um, not available to you. For example, we're here in Vegas, right? Yeah. So whenever I travel, I like to see, hey, what credit unions are there in Vegas or what banks are there in Vegas that are not in Philly? So if they have good products for me, I'm, I'll do a foreign entity in the state of Nevada mm. because my business is based out of Pennsylvania. Yeah. So I'll do a foreign entity in the state of Nevada, basically asking Nevada, can I do business here? And Nevada's going to say yes. It's, it's simple semantics. You pay them their taxes, their filing fee, they're going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Now I can walk into banks with my LLC that's based in Pennsylvania and my foreign entity that gives me permission to do business in the state of Nevada. And now I could walk into banks, open up a business checking out, business savings account, make the relationship. And now I have access to the capital that's here that I didn't have access to if I was just in Pennsylvania. I came here and be like, hey, let me go into this credit mm-hmm. union. Or like first citizens. There's no first citizens in, in Pennsylvania. So I wouldn't have access to that capital. Now I do because I have this foreign entity documentation. Dude, that's right. so smart. Yeah. You could go state by state. You can, that's exactly what I said. This I, I did a video on this on, on TikTok about how you can um, put your business in every single state. Mm. And so you don't have to start a new LLC in every single state. Just file a foreign entity in states that have wonderful business products. Yeah. Um, get your registered agents or your virtual address or your business address there. Put it on the um, foreign entity. And now you have access to the capital in that state as long that as those banks so- want to play. 
So brilliant. Yes. Dude. I've never heard that strategy. Yeah. And you could probably get 50K in each state. In each state. Through right. local banks and stuff. Local banks, those small credit unions, they love to support. That's brilliant. What are some cool ways you've seen your customers spend their 0% money on? Oh, man. Marketing, number one, is 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 very, very important because I think every industry right now is, is really, really saturated. Yeah. So um, separating yourself is super, super important. Number two, hiring help. Because mm. um, with me... I think my business 10x after I hired the right people around me, hired wonderful assistants. I have a wonderful CEO that I hired because I was too much in the business. So shout out to Damaris. Mm-hmm. Um, then I was able to step away from the company. And once I was able to do that, because she came from Amazon, so she had a logistic mindset, right. um, the business literally made its first million dollars. So spending the money on marketing and putting a good team around you and you have an amazing product as it is already it'll definitely 10x your business, especially in 2024. Yeah, your business. So you were doing 5 million that year before you did 50? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That is crazy, It's, it's nuts, right. So she put structures in place, set up the websites, put up the funnels for me, and I was able to 10x what I was doing before. Mm. Do you think this business can hit nine figures in a year? 100%. That's exactly what our goal is for this year. Wow. Yes, that's the goal. So when it comes to goal setting, what is your process there? So goal setting, we like to do... 35 to 40% more of what we did the previous year. Okay. So like in third quarter of 2023, we we're preparing for how we would do that and reach that goal this year. Because mm. we haven't yet cracked $100 million in funding yet, but we wanted to know, we talked about how we would do that. So there's different um, banks that we formed relationships with. Um, we started a mentorship group, so we're helping our mentees there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have different um, silos that we have, speaking engagements, um, but that when we all put it together... We're looking for a hundred million dollar year. I could see in terms it, man. of funding. The, the mm-hmm. product's so good. I mean, people don't even know about this stuff. Right. And I'm always surprised about this. I've been doing this for for a decade now. Wow. And I'm still surprised. Something so simple. Oh, yeah, get your LLC, your EIN, yeah. structure your business properly. You'll get fifty thousand. I'm amazed how it's brand new information to people. Um, which kind of pivots me to what I will be doing more so in 2024 is actually talking to younger people about this because mm. adults are shocked about this. So <laughs> we actually go into high schools. We go into colleges right now teaching student athletes or just regular students about credit, yeah. how to start up their business properly. So can you imagine a 20-year-old with that type of education and they got their LLC when they were 18 mm-hmm. and now they're they're 20 years old. They have a two-year-old business and now I'm showing them how to get access to capital. It's a game changer for them moving forward for the rest of their lives. Dude, absolutely. They don't teach us stuff. I wonder if it's intentional. That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. yeah, but being taught that at 18 can really set you up for the future. Absolutely. Because a lot of these kids are in debt at that age. Absolutely. Going to yeah, college. Yeah, and yeah, they're in debt not understanding how to use credit to make money instead of just buying yeah. stuff. Dave Ramsey probably doesn't like what you're doing. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dave Ramsey definitely doesn't like what I'm doing. Yeah. But um, I, but ironically, I think Dave uses credit in some type of way to leverage oh, to he? build his big business. He has to. Everything can't be cash. Um, if you really, if you really want to 10x everything, you have to invest in yourself at some point and wait for the returns to come in. But with everything I do when I talk about business credit, I really tell people make sure you have a business plan. Make sure you have a plan to enter. And make sure you have a plan to exit yeah. and you'll always be successful in 2024. Now, when it comes to funding sequences, I think you kind of talked about this. You mm-hmm. go to the fet- the local ones first. Right, right, right. And then the bigger ones. Right, right. So I tell people you start at the credit unions first, then you go to your middle tier and then your national bank. So your middle tier are like your um, regional banks, such as Key Bank and Truist, right? Um, PNC, right? I got great contacts there. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. And then after we get funding there, get the inquiries off because you want your credit report to look sexy again. Right. Then we go to Chase, Bank of America, U.S. Bank, the big boys. So that's my first funding secrets. 
my second funding sequence is my um, horizontal funding sequence. So I, I start with Experian, TransUnion, and then Equifax. Mm. So I will go to like American Express. I know they pull from Experian. Navy Federal, they pull from TransUnion. Truist, they pull from Equifax. I would fund myself this way because if I go to American Express, get 20000 When I go to Navy Federal and the inquiries on Experian, Navy Federal doesn't see that I just got funding. They don't wow. see the inquiry. So they're going to max out the card that they'll give me. I do that again with Truist. Truist doesn't know I just got 20 and 20 mm. because they're pulling from Equifax. So one client just got $60,000, three inquiries, but technically one per credit bureau, 0% interest. <sighs> and none of the banks are the wiser, right? Because the more inquiries you have, it literally costs you money. So if I went to three banks that pull from Experian, the first bank's going to give me twenty grand, but guess what the second bank's going to give me? Because the inquiries show up immediately. They're going to give me fifteen. Wow. The third bank is going to give me seven. So it's a smart way to fund yourself horizontally instead of vertically. Yeah, that's smart. I wish the guy that did mine did that because by the time we were getting like the seventh credit card, the limits were 3000 3000 right. It didn't make sense. So definitely fund yourself horizontally, get rid of the inquiries, and then run it again. Just be patient in this game. Yeah, that's smart. And how long is this process typically? So we usually get our clients funding in like two weeks. Is That's the, it? Yeah, the whole time from, from inception when they come into us to our, um, our team funding them. They get their cards within two weeks. Yeah. That is crazy, yes. dude. It's pretty, it's pretty like good. You can really just change your business in, in a month. In a month, yeah. Literally a month. Wow. Cash infused, ready to go. Now, I know educating is a big part of, of your company. Is mm-hmm. that what Bella Sloan Academy is about? Right. So that's what Bella Sloan Academy is about. We went to a, an amazing subscription model because the DMs are going crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you post all this content and people want help. Yeah. So we created the Bella Sloan Academy. Um, it's been absolutely amazing. Um, of course, the business, Bella Sloan Enterprise, all of it is named after my firstborn, Bella. Mm. And I have a second daughter named Olivia. Um, and with the Academy, um, it's only $50 a month. And we have six phone calls a month. Um, so you get a lot of content, a lot of information. You get a welcome count, call, accountability call. Because you hate when you people get these products, they never press play. They never do anything. Yeah. So we have accountability coaches where we call you. Um, you hop on a Zoom call and we make sure you're doing what you're doing. We got the credit call every month. We got a business credit call every month. Um, we even have a call where we have different masters that come onto the call to teach you different things. So in January's call, we have and somebody is coming how to teach you how to pay down your debt without getting a second job. Mm. So our members are going to get access to that call. Um, we record the call. So it's an amazing community that we've built. It's about 3,000 people nice. um, right, strong right now. And we're looking to grow it to at least 10,000 this year because we're, we're building a movement. We're building a community where we're all helping, supporting each other. And I have a tagline called Success Has Receipts. So you have all these mentees. You give them the blueprint. Guess what they're going to give you? They're going to give you receipts. Right. So everybody's getting their ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 cards. They're showing them, um, each other, hey, I liquidated the card, and now I'm able to invest in this tour business, this Airbnb business, this real estate business, this cannabis business, whatever it is, and they're showing the receipts of it, and they're motivating the community that you can do the same thing. That's so cool. Because it's one thing for me to get on a podcast and say all this stuff, but the best receipts you can have are the people that you help. Yeah. I mean, dude, some of your podcasts have blown up. Yeah, yeah. They're, I, they're, I looked you up on YouTube. Some of them had like a million views. Yeah, yeah. Oh, MG the Mortgage Guy. He's he's one of he's one of my guys. And he actually just hit me up before I came here. He's like, yo, we got to run it back. They're asking for you. So dude. this is how we get the word out. Yeah, no, especially within your communities. I mm-hmm. feel like you're just helping so many people that never got taught this. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, even myself, like I was never taught to get credit. Right. They don't teach it in school. Yeah. Yeah, they tell you to save your way to being rich, but that's not really how it works. You have to invest your way to being rich. Now, granted, entrepreneurship is not for everybody, so I don't tout it for everybody. But I definitely tell people, 
you have to invest your way to being rich. You won't save your way to being rich. You won't work your way to being rich. Mm-hmm. Investing is the way. What are some investment things you're getting into these days? Um, ironically, high-risk industries. <laughs> so real estate and cannabis is okay. um, what we're focusing on in 2024. In dispensaries, like physical Oh, stores? yeah, dispensaries, yeah. So remember I talked about when we went to L.A., uh, when I went to L.A. So I looked at the dispensary model that they have out there. Because, you yep. know, California is really strict from seed to sale, they call it. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they got it really mapped out. So now that Jersey's legal... Um, there's some business partners that reached out to me. Um, they're like, hey, Herm, would you like to invest? The business plan looks great. Um, it's kind of still the, the the ground floor down there, so definitely going to be investing in some dispensaries out there. Nice. Um, and as this becomes more legal state by state, and, um, and when the Fed makes it a lot more legal, this investment that I'm making right now, it'll definitely be 10x um, in the future. So this is definitely a long-term play for me. Yeah, I've heard some crazy numbers out in Jersey of the mm-hmm. stores already there doing five mil a year. Yes, it's, it's uh, nuts my, right now. My friend just got his license in Franklin. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. going to put you in touch because he needs okay. some funding. Okay, absolutely. I look forward yeah. to being in service. But his, dude, his projections are looking pretty nuts. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. cannabis is a big space. It's a big space, right? And it's still at its infancy. Yeah, and in terms of real estate, there's a lot of different ways to make money there. What's your strategy there? So one of my favorite ways right now, shout out to my guy, Jay, um, um, who taught me this new strategy that we're really going to keep 2024. So, you know, um, certain houses, they go to auction, whether mm-hmm. it's foreclosure or tax liens. Um, so say, for instance, a house goes to foreclosure for hundred grand. The county wants their $100,000 in taxes. Mm. So it goes to it goes for auction. Somebody buys it for, somebody, um, it goes to auction, it goes for 150 grand. The house is worth 300000 mm. The investor is happy. They paid 150000 for a $300,000 house. The person who owned the house, Listen, the debt is paid off, right? You walk away free and clear, come to Bellastone Enterprise and get your credit fixed, right? <laughs> All right, cool. But what the owner doesn't know is that that $50,000 gap is supposed to go back to them, mm. right? So my job that I'm going to be doing in real estate is, hey, you want me to help you get that 50000 back? I'll help you do that for a fee, of course. Interesting. Right, so that's what I'm going to be doing. So right now, I'm looking at these um, tax lists a lot different than other people are. I'm looking at the tax lists that are sold. Mm. So I can go back and help the owner, homeowners get some money back, fix their credit, and put them in position for wow. the win. So you're out here collecting. Yes, I'm out here collecting. Yes. <laughs> you're going to be knocking on some doors. Knocking on some doors. Yeah, but that's what you have a good team for. So they'll do it at a, at a much bigger scale than I would making these cold calls. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I didn't even know that was a thing. They, I didn't know it either. So again, why mentorship is super important. So I pay for tens of thousands of dollars in mentorships to learn different things mm. because whatever money I generate, I got to either invest it in myself or invested in other businesses to start. And what caused that mindset? Because a lot of people are scared to invest in mentors or conferences or whatever. Um, what caused that? Because um, one of the first things I invested in was, because um, I went to college, shout out to Temple University, got my master's degree, shout out to Lincoln. Masters, damn. I got my master's degree from Lincoln University, but I was still making $55,000 a year. Mm. And I was like, ah, this can't be it. Met up a guy, he had a mentorship for IT, um, did his mentorship for like six months. My first job was $100,000. Wow, so you doubled. So Right, so I doubled, So and that was in six months. So that's when I got the mentorship bug. Then I was like, well, what else can I learn? Mm. Um, and I've never hesitated to always um, invest in my myself because the return is infinite. Mm. So um, him, 500, I saw you interview him not yeah. too long ago. He was one of my mentors. Nice. He showed me how to structure my funding company. Um, and I think his mentorship like four or five years ago was like 2,500. Damn, that's it? Right, that's it, because it was a while ago. I came in at the infancy. Right. Um, and I've, I formed a million-dollar funding company, right? So your return on investment in, in investing yourself is, is super, super important. So it's never a no-brainer with me. Now, 
I understand there's a bunch of scammers, there's a bunch of people online. That's why, again, I refer back to my tagline, success has receipts. Mm. So before you give somebody your money, what receipts do their mentees have? Because it's uh, easy for me to show you um, a Bugatti, a Rolex. It's easy for me to show you that on Instagram, right? Mm. But if I show you real receipts from people that I have helped, and you could DM them, I tag them, DM mm. them, ask them question. How is Herman? Does the program really work? then you'll be more likely to invest in yourself and be successful also. Yeah, do the proper due diligence. Do the proper due 100%. diligence. Mm-hmm. Some people fall for the cars, for the watches. It's so easy, right? So easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get a fake watch. You can get a fake watch. It looks watch. like the real thing. And you, and I sell you a $5,000 product and I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. It. How's the entrepreneur scene out in Philly? You find a good circle out there? Um, I actually found a good circle on the road, actually. Okay. Um, so there's um, there's a small group of entrepreneurs. Shout out to my my guy Boone and... Um, some other people that are out there, Atia, amazing people. Um, but I go to the spaces where there are entrepreneurs. So LA, Vegas, Miami, New York. Yeah. Um, I go to those spaces, go to those conferences there um, to, to find those entrepreneurs um, because those conferences are usually done in, this, in those cities. So I'm doing my conference in March um, called the Blueprint Summit because I want to start having conferences in my own city in Philly nice. and build up the entrepreneur space there. So Yeah, Philly needs that, I think. Philly needs it. Super, yeah. super important in that tri-state area. Dude, yeah, that's how I felt in Jersey. There was nothing going on Nothing there. going on, that's exactly. why I had to move because, mm-hmm. like— dude, You have to go where it is, right. Yeah. Um, I, I have another tagline. It's called Audit Your Circle, right? So it's really important to be around people that are of the same mindset as you. So traveling is where I find that. We win championships on the road. So that's why I'm on the road often. I love that, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people find out more about you, more about your businesses and funding and anything you want to promote? Um, so they can find me on um, Instagram, Haitian underscore CEO. You find me on TikTok, Haitian underscore CEO. I have an amazing YouTube page, Bella Sloan Enterprises, where I give long-term, um, long-form format gems information for free. Um, the mentorship is only $50 a month. Join it, six calls a week. We want to teach and be of service to everyone. Love it. That's nothing, man. We'll link it in the description. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you for having me. Thanks for watching, guys. See you tomorrow.